Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking the best checking and savings accounts for 2017. So it used to be even just a few years ago that you went and you got your checking account, you got your savings account, and you didn't even care how much you were paying. You didn't even know how much you were paying for a monthly service fee. You didn't even know what the interest rate was in your savings account. Like it just, it didn't even enter into your brain, right? You needed a checking account, you needed a savings account, and you just 
went to whichever bank you liked the logo better, right? Whichever one had for girls, whichever one had the prettier colors. And that was the bank you chose. But, you know, I think we just, we really need to take a moment and we just need to thank the internet. I mean, how amazing has the internet been, right? Not only can we spy on absolutely everything that our friends are doing or, you know, our ex-boyfriends or girlfriends or anybody else that we just want to look up, right? Um, We can tell what they ate. We can tell when they went to the gym last. We can tell what vacation they're on. I mean, it's crazy, right? Is there anything in people's lives that is secret anymore? I I digress. Um, but the internet has been great, right? I mean, what would we do without our phones and social media? It's hard. Have you ever done like a 24-hour a period where you've just, you've not used any internet? I beg you to try it. It is a really interesting experiment because you figure out like just how much, how much white noise the internet becomes in your life and how many times you check your phone or you check your computer for something that is really seems ridiculous, right? But it's like, it's like a time filler. I mean, I tried this experiment once and, um, it really wasn't more than like an hour or two before I started to like feel the itch. You know, it's crazy. Like it is that much of a habit. Even those of us who think that it isn't like, Try the 24-hour experiment because I promise you, you're going to try and reach for that device more than you think. But anyway, the internet has also given me my husband. We met online, which is, I guess, you know, the only way you meet people now, right? Thank you, Match.com. And the internet has just provided so many amazing things. But one of the greatest things that the internet has done is provide really healthy competition for bank accounts and savings accounts because... Now, a lot of these banks are offering, they're online only, right? And I think that freaks out a lot of people. I know that a lot of people always ask me the questions like, well, is it safe? Is it secure? You know, there's still kind of as much as we love the internet, there's still kind of this fear that we're going to put our money somewhere where we can't drive by and see the pretty logo and our money is just going to mysteriously disappear. And I promise you, if it's a reputable bank and a reputable savings account, which on this podcast, I would never talk about ones that are not reputable. Um, it works just the same as any other bank. The only exception is that you cannot drive up and see the pretty logo and meet the pretty nice people inside. You can't do that, right? And for that reason, because they don't have actual locations, brick and mortar locations, they don't have to pay all those expenses, right? They don't have to pay real estate expenses. They don't have to, you know, I mean, you name it. There's a million different things that they don't have to pay, So that gives them the flexibility to be able to offer, you know, either better service or better rates or some really unique service. So I don't want you to be afraid of using online bank accounts or online savings accounts. Um, You know, it just requires you to maybe think about it a little bit different. There are some things that, you know, if we're talking about an online checking account, I mean, there are some things that are a little tricky, right? I find depositing checks with online uh, bank accounts a little bit tricky. I'm someone who likes to drive it to the ATM and put my check in. I get lots of different checks. So it's not like I just have, you know, one paycheck that gets direct deposited. If that's the case for you, then an online bank account isn't a brilliant solution. But regardless, regardless of whether you, you know, have a bank account or savings account with a pretty little logo where you can drive up, 
or you have an online bank account or savings account, I I want you to just start thinking about your money, you know, smartly, right? To make smart money moves because they're not all created equal. Even all the online bank accounts, even as great as they are, they're not all created equal. You could be overpaying for your bank account. You could be not earning enough interest or any interest in your savings account. And it matters. It does matter. You know, I tell people all the time, look, if you are walking down the street and somebody dropped or put, I should say put, put a $100 bill on the ground, right? And you walked past that $100 bill. Would you pick it up or would you just walk past it? I don't know about you, but if I see like a penny on the ground, I'm like, oh, a penny, you know, and I look around, is there anybody around who dropped the penny? No, okay, I'm going to pick up the penny. That's a penny. Imagine like a hundred dollar bill. Would you just leave it laying on the ground? I really hope you would pick it up. Now, if somebody's around, I'd hope you give that hundred dollars back to them because that's the right thing to do. But let's just say that it was literally just put on the ground for you, right? And you have a choice either to walk past or to pick it up. I really, 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 really hope that you would pick it up. And that's how I want you to think about your checking account, about your savings account. I want you to think about that way because, you know, a lot of people argue, look, online savings accounts, yes, they earn more interest, a lot more interest than your bank account savings account, your bank savings account, I should say it that way. Um, And a lot of people are like, but it's just not that much money. It's not that much extra money. Maybe it's $10 or $100 or $200 a year for me. It's just not that much money. And look, my thing, my question back to you is, my God, if you're earning any extra money, are you telling me that's not a good money decision? Any extra money. And I think, you know, a lot of times we get stuck in thinking like, we have to earn all this extra money to be happy, or we have to earn all this extra money to pay off our debt, or it's just never going to happen for us. Like we get stuck in this, this big brain thinking where we think it has to be these huge lumps of money before it makes a difference in our, our budget and our finances and our dreams and our life. And that's not true. It could be these tiny bits of money over time in all of these little buckets that starts to add up and it starts to create something really meaningful for you, right? So I want you to just kind of like switch that switch in your brain and really think about, you know, any extra money is extra money, right? And no matter if you choose the bank with the pretty little logo that you can drive up to or the one that's online, it doesn't matter to me, right? At the end of the day, it does not matter to me. All that matters to me is that you're thinking about these things, that you're asking yourself these questions, that you're being curious about where your money is and how much you're paying and what it's earning. That's all I want is just a level of curiosity. If you're doing that, right, then you're wide awake. You're wide awake about your money. And I think that we get stuck in this habit of being really complacent. It's really easy just to get kind of stuck in the rut with, okay, well, I'm using this bank and I'm using this savings account and I'm using this credit card and I'm I'm spending X dollars a month on eating out and I'm doing this and I'm doing that, right? We get habitual. We're, we're people. We get very habitual. We don't like change. We don't like to change things normally, right? It's a lot of times painful for us, even if it's a good change. It just, it doesn't feel good, right? So we get stuck and, and getting stuck in those things can really, 
you know, change the trajectory for you long term. And so all I want you to do is just be, just be awake. Just, and even if it's just one day a week, like a Sunday or a Monday, you're like, all right, I'm just, today I'm going to be wide awake about my money. I'm going to think about things. I'm going to think about where I have my money, you know, Tuesday through Sunday, I I can close my eyes, right? That's all. Just give me a day. Just give me a day when you're wide awake. And, and that's, that's all it takes, right? Um, again, this stuff doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be painful. It doesn't have to be stressful. Uh, but you do need to be a good manager of what you've got, right? If it's a lot, if it's a little, it doesn't matter. So when we talk about, you know, savings accounts, you know, you've heard this statistic. I've, I've said this kind of over and over on the podcast. There's a recent survey that found that um, more than 62% of Americans have less than a thousand bucks stashed away for emergencies, um, family crisis, uh, leaving work, job loss. I mean, you name it, any of the scenarios, right? So savings is a must. It is such a must. And I get asked the question all the time about, well, why is savings important? And I realize, like, oh, I take it for granted that that savings is important. I need to back up and I need to explain. And even though it may be intrinsically, intuitively, you understand savings, maybe you're at a point in your life where you really haven't had too many bumps along the way. And I think, you know, if you're in your 20s or maybe early 30s, that might be the case. And I understand that. But what I really want to tell you is that there will be bumps. I want to prepare you, right? I want I want you to have that seatbelt on because they will come and I don't know what they will be for you and I don't know what they'll look like and I don't know how much they'll be and I, I, I don't know any of that information. But all I can tell you is after working with thousands of people, there are bumps and they're, they look all different. They're all different shapes and sizes and times and amounts and all sorts of things. And so having an emergency fund sitting on the side, like just as kind of your, your life fest it's really important and it comes in handy and you're going to, you're going to need it at some point in your life. So again, this is the whole thing about complacency, like not to get into the place, you know, if you're kind of cruising along, you're making a good income, you know, you're paying your bills, you got money left every month, you know, that's amazing, but I still want you to have the life fest, right? Because something could still come along that really rattles that. And what I don't want you to get is like in that freak out mode that so many people get in. It's just good to have a cushion. It's good to put a little bit of money there every month. It's going to ebb and flow, right? You know, money is not money is not linear. In case you didn't know, money is not linear. It does not work like you graduate from college, you get a job, your job increases, you get more money, you get a bonus, you get a new job, uh, you get a house, you get a car, you get kids. Everything goes great. You have no debt. You have, I mean, it doesn't work that way. It's great to strive for that. There's nothing wrong with striving for that, but it just doesn't work that way. And so, you know, I, I want to be the, the real voice for you, the reality and telling you that something will come along where you're going to need it, right? So just make it, it doesn't matter how much you save in it a month, 10 bucks, 20 months, a uh, hundred bucks, 250 bucks, a thousand bucks. It doesn't matter what it is. The number's not important right now. It's, it's the habit of getting something in there. So get rich slowly. I'm going to put the link in the show notes, uh, came up with a great post about the best savings accounts for 2017. I love this. And, uh, Ally bank, we talk about Ally all the time. They're an online savings account. 
Um, they're paying 1% interest. They've got a free monthly account and there are no minimums, right? Right behind them is a Synchrony Bank. That's a high yield savings account. They're paying 1.05% interest rate. Again, it's free with no minimums. Love that. That's so awesome. Those two are great. Uh, we also got Discover Bank. They have Discover Savings, uh, paying a little less in interest, 0.95%, free monthly fee. Um, you do need 500 bucks to open that account, though. Uh, Barclays Bank, another great online savings account, a 1% interest rate, free monthly, um, and you need about a penny in your account to start earning the, the interest rate, right? Um, so there's a couple others on the list. Those are kind of my my top four choices uh, that Gret- Get Rich Slowly points out as well. And, you know, I love those. Those are all great banks. They're all solid companies. They're all offering something innovative for your savings. And an online savings account is great. It's easy, right? You set it up. You can either do direct deposit in it or you can move money over whenever you want. You can move money back and forth from your checking account if you, you know, have a checking account with a different bank. It's really seamless. And what I love about it is, you know, a lot of times it's kind of that that um, that switch in your brain, right? So if you have an online savings account for your emergency fund savings, sometimes it's like, okay, well, it's almost like that doesn't exist because it's not in with my regular checking and savings and it's really easy to move money back and forth, right? between your checking and savings accounts. I mean, it's like you move money in savings and you move it back in the checking and, you know, why was it even in the savings? You know, it's easy. It's easy. It's easy, right? So this is still easy to move your money back and forth, but it's just not as easy. And so sometimes it helps create that kind of, uh, you know, that kind of uh, delineation between those two. Um, And yes, that interest rate is still below inflation rate, right? And it's still not the place for all your money, but it is the place for your emergency fund savings, travel savings, all those funds that you need to stay liquid, meaning you can get that money when you need to right away. That is the place, right? And, you know, again, we want to aim to save three, at least three to six months of our expenses in our savings account, right? Because then let's say we get laid off from our job or if we're an entrepreneur, you know, that that contract doesn't come in, that payment doesn't come in right away. You know, if you're an entrepreneur, I beg you, you got to have ah, six to 12 months savings because man, I've been an entrepreneur for quite a while. And I can tell you there are, there are a lot of great highs and there are a lot of great lows. And it, it works really well to have a nice savings cushion when you need it, right? So if you're paying a monthly fee for your checking account, the big question is why? I mean, really, really why? Because free checking is is available and it's out there. And there's a recent article from Bankrate that I love, and it talks about the power of credit unions. And a lot of times people don't think about using credit unions. Uh, you know, it used to be that you know, maybe you couldn't get in a credit union. Uh, but there are a lot of a lot of ways now to get in credit unions. If you graduated from a college, your college has a credit union, likely, and you can use that credit union. Um, you know, if you're a teacher, there's teacher credit unions, there's entertainment credit unions, there's all sorts of credit unions out there. And while they're not the fix, right? While I'm not saying they're they're all better than regular checking accounts. 
a lot of times credit unions do offer some great features. So according to Bankrate's 2017 credit union checking survey, 84% of credit union checking accounts now come with no monthly maintenance fees. And that's up from 72% just two years ago. So, I mean, credit unions, they're not for profit, but they're also not in the business of not making money, right? So there are some pros and cons with credit unions, you know, um, some credit unions do charge, you know, for ATM fees. Sometimes it's harder to find an ATM for a credit union than it is for your regular bank account, but they're at least worth checking it out. You know, if you're if you're paying for your checking account, A, the first assignment is to find out if you're paying for your checking account. And there are a lot of kind of like sneaky ways that they hide the fees in your statements. So I know it's really easy to not check out your statements, but Go look at your bank statement, right? Scrub through the whole thing. Find out if you're paying a maintenance fee. It's usually between like five to 10 bucks a month, but still I argue that's money that you could have in your own wallet to be able to do something with, right? It's a couple Starbucks or, you know, maybe 10 bucks is like concessions at the movies or towards gas or whatever. It's just extra money. So I want you to go look at that, you know, and I want you to think about like, do I really like this bank that I'm with? Is there another option for me? Don't just settle for an account with high fees that could really end up costing you money. You have a lot of options. I'm going to put a link to the bank rate article and you can go on there and check it out. They talk a lot about credit unions, a lot about the power of credit unions, and I think it's worth an investigation. It's at least worth going, okay, here's where my checking is, here's where my savings is, does this make sense? If it makes sense and it works for you, right, then don't change it. Again, it's just about being wide awake. Wide awake, give me one day, give me one day a week to be wide awake, to think about these things, to analyze these things, to think about, hey, am I leaving money on the floor, right? Am I paying for something that I don't need to be paying for? Is there a better option for me? There are even a lot of online bank accounts where they'll refund all of your uh, ATM fees. Well, that's pretty nice, right? Um, I tend to go to ATMs, you know, that are within my bank network, but a lot of times when I'm traveling, like I don't have that option and I need cash, you know, and I hate having to pay that three bucks or whatever it is. I know it's just $3, but again, it's the principle of just paying more money than you absolutely need to. All right. So again, uh, I hope this is like totally reinvigorated you to check out your savings account check out your checking account, find out what you're paying, find out if there's a better option and put that extra money to work for you. Yeah, it might be only a little bit each month, but a little bit is better than nothing. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Shauna Game, Instagram at millennial underscore money.